It's time to rethink everything, to redo the rulebook, to explore smarter ways to work and rediscover what's possible. Time for a fresh take on how technology and creativity are changing the way work gets done. Welcome to The Big Rethink. Today's episode focuses on IT departments and their need for real-time visibility and control of employee mobile devices. Our guest, Gary Lee, Chief Revenue Officer for B2M, which is a global software company that specializes in mobile enterprise management solutions. B2M just published their third annual State of Enterprise Mobility Survey and Report, which is going to be the basis of our conversation today. Gary, welcome to the show. Thanks, Barry. Pleasure to be here. So let's just start some high-level questions, if it's okay with you. How do you, B2M, define a smart device? Yeah, it's a great question, and it's a, a difficult answer. Because smart devices, they, they've been around, I think, since the early days at Xerox Park. Um, I think over time, they've evolved from being the idea that we would have some way for humans to interact with machines and machines to interact with machines. I think today, smart devices is really wrapped around the whole Internet of Things movement. So I'm going to take one buzzword and replace it with a second. <laughs> you know, Internet of Things, uh, obviously, is, is how devices get connected, how they get connected to the Internet. And so when I think of smart devices, I think of um, things that attach to the Internet, and then I break it down further into things that move and things that don't. We focus on the things that move part of it, which are all those smart devices we walk around with in our pockets for personal use and those things inside the business we walk around with to run the business. So we call them mobile devices. They attach to the Internet. They allow humans to interact. They, to some degree, interact with each other. And they are intelligent or smart because they run software. Okay. And so I'm expecting a kind of a terse response in this next question. Uh, and it's going to date me. So apologies beforehand. So how does mobile device management software make a mobile device smart? Um, it doesn't, it, <laughs> except for the sense that mobile device management software, or what the industry calls MDM, or they, I think Gartner rewrote it to be EMM because they needed to maybe charge for more research. That's my theory. <laughs> uh, an MDM puts the applications on the device. So when we talk about a device being smart, it needs software. Well, MDMs are very good at making sure the software gets loaded. But once the software is loaded, MDMs really don't have any ability to make that device smarter, and they don't really have any ability to help people get smarter about the device. So I think if we're looking at devices getting smarter and mobility getting smarter, MDMs are a part of it of change management, but they're really not a key component. Okay, so, and so I appreciate the course correction on that. And so let's talk about the actual survey, if that's okay, because I think it highlights well-known IT and end-user concerns but also some trends that maybe is not on everyone's radar. So let me hit you with the first stat. Over two-thirds of all workers report having at least one issue a month with their mobile device that prevents them from doing their job. And so let me just pepper you with some questions. What industries was this across? What types of frontline workers are we talking about? Was any one industry impacted over another? Sure. I mean, this is our third annual survey. And so we reached out again to industry sectors around the globe. This was Canada, U.S., across Europe. And we, and we talked to workers and IT um, specialists inside of utilities, transportation logistics, retail e-commerce, manufacturing, healthcare, And we even reached out into the public sector with public safety. So we really crossed most of the key verticals. 
And then in terms of, I think your other question was, what types of frontline workers? It ran the gamut. Mm. Uh, it's everything from people in trucks, or as the Brits would call it, lorries, delivering packages. It's workers inside of warehouses. It's frontline workers in healthcare servicing patients. At the end of the day, though, the key thing we screened on in the survey was, do you depend on a mobile device to do your job all day, all day long? If you don't have that mobile device up and operational, can you do your job? If the answer was yes, they were part of our survey. If the answer was no, they weren't. Wow. And so the next stat you know, I thought was super interesting is that 50% of all workers say that issues happen weekly. That's weekly. That keeps them from doing their job. Why is that percentage so high? Yeah, it's a shocking statistic. And uh, for those of us that have been around mobility for so long and have worked especially in the services industry, it's a number that frankly is a lot higher than what we typically would see in terms of end users calling us up and opening a trouble ticket and saying they have a problem. So why is it so high? You know, if we assume this to be the truth, and I believe it is based on the survey size and population we went after, I think the core reasons are mobile devices have largely become very robust in terms of the hardware. The underlying hardware on the mobility side is pretty good. Things don't break very often. Mm. But what's become a lot more complex are the software running, the applications we're running, the fact that these applications need network connectivity to operate. And so we start to see a lot of complex issues relating to updating of software. The latest update conflicts with another app that's on the device. This app can't talk to the network, but that one can. It's just a lot more complex to troubleshoot these devices. It's a lot more complex to keep these devices up and operational mm. than it was, say, 10, 15, 20 years ago. That's interesting, those use cases. And so that's a good segue into what we talk about, and you know a lot at Panasonic and Toughbooks, is when we talk about the total cost of ownership of mobile devices, right? That's part of our value prop. Right. The report states that total costs related to issues over five years could be 80% or higher, 80% or higher. What does this cost mean to ID departments and CFOs? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I think what it ultimately means is just how much hidden cost is out there in the enterprise mm. that no one's aware of. I know when Panasonic traditionally has talked about you know, TCO, it's primarily been about the fact that Panasonic makes a great piece of hardware. Yeah, it's called the tough book for a reason, right? It right. seldom breaks. And so one of the key metrics I know Panasonic has always touted and been true that those devices last. Well, now we're talking about a different set of issues. We're talking about the cost associated with issues related to applications and network connectivity and, and things that frankly are difficult to see and difficult to find unless the end user rings us up and tells us they have a problem. And so we partnered with VDC, the analyst firm. It's been out there in the industry for a long time. Excellent. We leverage the research that they do. We certainly do our own primary market research. And through this, we've uncovered both that there's a lot more problems out there than IT is aware of, and therefore the costs are high. So what does it mean to the company? Well, costs are up, revenue could be down, productivity is suffering, deliveries to customers are suffering, customers become frustrated, they switch brands. And so this has a direct impact on the corporation and anything we can do to find these issues, control these issues, we're going to impact the financial side. And if we can expose it to the CFO and the operations and IT, it can be a real benefit to the corporation. So that's, that's interesting because this next stat that came out of your survey makes my eyes water. And it simply states that 85% of these workers never report these issues to IT. So, 
So why do you think this happens? Why do these issues go unreported? It's, it's kind of a, it is a sad stat. And, and when you combine that <laughs> with the other part of the research study we did that looks at these same workers and how stressed out they are because they can't do their job and everything else, mm. it's sobering. It means we've got a lot of workers out there really frustrated doing their job because they need that mobile device to work and it doesn't work. So why don't they report? Um, in our research, again, we, we found that some of them have just given up. They say, well, I've reported the problem before and no one's fixed it. So why should wow. I report it again? No one cares. Uh, we also find that end users do get pretty creative. You know, there's a reason when you start looking at how often devices get rebooted in the field, you see people just trying to reboot the device and self-fix the problem. We see devices come back, back in for brake fix repair with paper clips wedged around the batteries uh. because the batteries have gotten loose. <laughs> Workers have just tried to figure out, how do I just make it work? And so it, it's a sad stat. It's a true stat. It's one we've reported on for three years now. And until we get better tools in place to see these issues as they happen and not be completely beholden to these workers ringing us up every time they have a problem, it's not going to go away. So how did COVID impact the survey results, did they? Yeah, we expected that we were going to see a huge change in this year's survey. We really didn't, though. We saw an increase in the number of workers that IT was supporting. And there it was interesting because the stat was much higher in Europe than in the U.S. I think the U.S. has been doing more remote working, teleworking than maybe Europe has been. That's my, that's my, um, my guess. Interesting. So we saw the number of workers go up. IT said, I've got more mobile workers to support now. But despite the best uh, work on our analysis team, and we hired an outside research firm to do this research project, right. we really couldn't find any cross-tabulation or any causation between the fact that IT had more workers. They maybe had workers who were used to being on the corporate backbone. They're suddenly working from their kitchen table. We couldn't find anything that was unique to say this became a unique problem because of COVID. Instead, we're seeing the same systemic problems we've been seeing for the last three years over mobility. And so that tells us the problems we're addressing here are systemic. They're not tied to some new thing like COVID. And so talking about new things or maybe not new things, and this is in last year's report, and I even think the year before, the year before was about you know, why does network connectivity, battery life, and then application stability continue to trend to be big issues? And I know we talked a little bit about it previously, but if you can go into that a little more detail about those three issues. Well, I think there's several reasons. The, the, first, the first reason is it's a common set of problems across mobile devices, whether it's a tablet, a handheld, a barcode scanner. You know, these devices in our hand typically need some connectivity to operate. They need Wi-Fi. They need cellular. And usually they're beholden to batteries. You've got to have a battery that'll last right. a whole shift. And we know that you know, batteries are not always physical problems. They can be, oh, you didn't charge the device last night. So you're starting your shift and actually the battery's only 30% charged or applications are written that are poorly written and they drain the batteries. And then the final part on application stability we've touched on, it's just getting more and more complex to keep all these apps and all these app changes and all these OS changes and security patches. There's a mm. lot going on now. And so when you, when you take those three common elements and say, I got to have constant, reliable network connectivity, I've got to have batteries that work, and there's a lot of things that can impact battery health, and I've got to have apps performing beautifully, and I might have six, seven custom apps that are being constantly updated combined with OSs, is the primordial soup of if something's broken, <laughs> where do I start? You know, where do I begin to troubleshoot this? And so for three years in a row now, when we've asked these line workers and we've asked IT about the trouble tickets they get, those are the top three. It doesn't change. 
Wow. And I think going forward, I think as we depend on 5G in particular, you know, 5G is going to make the network even more important. The applications are going to depend more and more on network connectivity and battery life and everything else. And so this problem is not going to go away, which is why I think it's critical for CFOs and CIOs and CTOs to wake up to the fact that they don't allow for downtime on any critical asset in the corporation, like the voice network, the data network. Right. Mobility is just as critical. And so it's time to address these problems. It's time to look at how we get on top of these problems. So that's perfect then. So look, based on all the issues we just discussed and all the data we just got back from your survey, how do you think smart devices, and even, even though we don't like saying the word mobile device management solutions, how can they help with all these issues we just talked about? Well, you, you've got to get better visibility and control of what's going on on a day-to-day -day basis. And again, if I go back in history, we talked about the history of smart <laughs> devices. The history of how we manage IT assets has generally been around network management systems where I get alarms, I get alerts. And generally somewhere there's a map where I can look at the map and see every city and is it green, yellow, or red? We've never had that in mobility. And I think it's because mobility's grown so fast the underlying operation systems and the management systems haven't caught up. So here we are at the beginning of 2021. We have more mobile devices deployed than ever before. Those mobile devices are absolutely critical to business operations, frontline and backline. So we've got to upgrade and we've got to improve how we manage those solutions. And that's where these real-time analytics, these real-time visibility solutions coming online like ours, we finally give that real-time view into the health and the usage of these mobile devices and apps so that we can spot problems as they happen, fix them quickly, and keep these workers and these mobile devices up and running. So when we talk about, you know, Gary looking into the future and identifying trends, you know, predicting what IT and frontline workers need to face in, you know, the next five or six years. And you talked a little bit about 5G, which is great. You referenced IoT, but are there other trends that you're tracking to that you're seeing on the horizon that these workers need to be aware of? Well, I think if there's one thing COVID, you know, COVID has disrupted a lot of industries, especially um, anything to do with package delivery. If you've mm. read any of the reports on any of the parcel delivery companies and mail companies, their business plans have been ripped apart and they're all now, they're delivering packages, not mail, but packages. I think we're seeing a similar thing with mobility. COVID, I believe, has shown the industry that life within the four walls doesn't have to be life within the four walls going forward. And so I believe that one of the lessons learned from COVID, we've accelerated the trend we were already on where everybody's mobile. Everybody's working wherever, whenever they want. And so the message for IT is certainly, we've got to support a lot more mobile devices, a lot more mobile workers. It is mission critical. We can't afford for these devices to go down. And then, uh, you know, that traditionally has been frontline workers. I think more and more it's just workers because whether you're in sales, whether you're in delivery, whether you're in warehouse, supply chain logistics, the underlying common theme to you is you're mobile. You've got a device in your hand that you have to have working to do your job. And if that device begins to fail for any reason, you're stuck. You can't go back to paper. So we've got to change how we look at this problem. We've got to change how we manage these devices, these apps, and these users. And through that, we're going to be able to take advantage of these wonderful things like 5G and these incredible devices and apps that are being written. So I can tell you're, you're pretty passionate about your job. And, you know, unfortunately, we're nearing the end of our time. And, you know, Gary, I do want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, one last question. 
uh, it's what I ask every guest. What do you love most about your job? I love working and meeting with customers. Uh, until COVID, I typically was on an airplane most of the time. Right. And I love being out meeting with prospective customers and real customers because I love understanding how they're trying to use mobility and how it's impacting their business, good and bad. And certainly with the, the global partnership we enjoy with Panasonic, I get a chance to be with some really interesting customers in a lot of different industry sectors. And that, to me, is the fun part. It's especially fun when you can sit with a customer and begin to really unravel some of their challenges, maybe some challenges they're not even aware they have. Mm. And as we begin to deploy our software solution and we begin to maybe see some things they weren't aware of and the light bulb comes on and they say, wait a minute, that's what's caused all these problems we've been struggling to figure out. And so when we're able to go through that whole process of seeing their needs, seeing their needs met, seeing their needs realized, and through that, seeing a lot of improvement, that's fun. That's just a whole lot of fun to do. And I, I enjoy every minute of it. And that's what puts a smile on your face. Absolutely. You can tell. You can tell. Gary, I want to thank you uh, for coming on the show, really. It was my pleasure. Really enjoyed our conversation today. And for those listeners who are interested in the challenges your IT department faces every day, I strongly recommend reading the B2M survey. It's an eye-opener. And that's it for us. And until next time, I'm Barry Ross. And that was another episode of The Big Rethink. Rethink.